Good morning, beautiful people. Happy Monday. Um, I am recording from my couch with my door open. So if you guys hear some birds in the background, that's why I have a bird nest right outside my door. Um, they build it every single year. And just I, it's so funny to me because it's our front door and they never seem deterred. Um, but it's beautiful. So I'm not complaining by any means. So before we uh, jump into this episode, let's go ahead and maybe take some deep breaths and get a little bit present in this moment. One of my favorite breathing techniques is called square breathing. Um, It's really simple and basic and maybe a little psychotherapy-ish, but I I enjoy it just because it helps me breathe slower and I have a hard time. Um, I often take some shallow breaths. So let's, the way that you do it is you... um, Make a, a square with your box, or <laughs> square with your box, a uh, a box with your breath, basically. So you breathe in for four, hold it for four, let it out for four, and hold it for four. Try that a couple times, just feeling in your body. Mm. How's everyone doing? So, um, I thought it would be really appropriate today to do a little birthday episode (laughs) because I'm so self-centered. Um, no, but really I, uh, I have kind of had an intense couple of weeks and, um, that's not unusual for me this time of year. Uh, I don't know if it's the, um, my Taurus being or what, what it is, but every year, um, my allergies get really bad this right before my birthday. Um, sometimes I get, a lot of times I get sick right before my birthday. I have some serious, like uncomfortable awakenings, all sorts of stuff. So, um, I thought it would be quite appropriate to do a little episode on it. Um, so, (sighs) birthdays, boy, I'm turning, um, 28 this year. Um, and I always like to self-reflect on past birthdays first before I kind of move forward and whatnot and 
it was so fun growing up because I had a really wonderful childhood. Um, but one thing about it is I, my parents just spoiled the shit out of me on, um, my birthday. Um, my mom would wake me up in the morning, whether I had school or not with breakfast in bed or my dad would, they'd usually pick a flower from the garden and put it in a little vase for me. They would sing me happy birthday. They'd usually wake up my sister, make sure she was involved. They'd maybe give me a little gift in the morning. And then, um, throughout the whole day, they would just make me feel extra, extra loved. And, um, usually they would like surprise me with something sweet, like a going out to dinner or, um, like a little trip to the beach or whatever. Um, but our birthdays in my house were always really special. Um, (laughs) my mom started the tradition of having a birthday month and we will always forever give her shit for that. But it's kind of awesome because I still do that to myself and, I realize that I'm not the only person who does that. Um, a lot of, a lot of people actually, actually my awesome, uh, food, um, cooker. I don't even know what to call her. I call her my voodoo foodie, uh, meal prepper that I've started using, uh, since getting really busy at work and stuff. She goes, anyone asks, or gives you shit about having a birthday month, just send them to me. I, and I'll, I don't know. She's just so funny anyways, but a lot of people celebrate their birthday months and I do you, you know, whatever makes you feel good. I am all about, um, doing what makes you feel good. And if that means treating yourself all month long, as long as it's not hurting you in any way, do it. Uh, so before I kind of go into a little bit more personal self-reflections, uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun to go through some cool, uh, traditions that I looked up before this episode, um, in different parts of the world. So, uh, my, so I'm going to start with just some like goofy ones. (laughs) So in Argentina, you get your ears pulled on your birthday. <laughs> so random. Uh, Jamaica, they like to throw flour on you. It's a good one. Uh, in Norway, they will give you chocolate cake, which is awesome because I am Norwegian and have chocolate cake in my fridge thanks to my friend, Jacqueline. Shout out. Uh she makes the best chocolate cake. Oh my God. It's so fluffy and like rich, but not too rich. Oh, just amazing. And I'm not even really a fan of chocolate cake, but this is pretty darn good. Um, in Ecuador, they celebrate everybody's birthday on the same day. It's kind of weird. Um, I don't know if I want to share my birthday with other people. I'll share it with like one other person, but it's my day, but you know, teach their own. Um, in India, the kids get to wear their new clothes on their birthday. Um, and they get on, they get up and they put on a new outfit 
and they get a special meal. Um, they also show their parents a lot of signs of respect by touching their feet. So I totally love this one because it's very like give and take. It's very like, Oh, you give me like all these love, all these like loving, like materialistic gifts. And I'm going to give you some extra gratefulness, you know? Um, so I can totally get behind that. Oh my God. You guys, are these birds driving you nuts? I'm debating whether I should shut the door right now. I'll, uh, I might have to, we'll see. But, uh, <laughs> geez, they are crazy today. Um, in Bali, um, they, <laughs> it's a ancient, like, um, it's considered too holy to touch the ground for the first three months of their life. So they are, they're not allowed to touch the ground for 91 days. That's kind of crazy. I, I kind of love that though. Um, cause I don't know if you guys have ever, I'm sure you have not your own, but other people's babies within three months, you, you hold them in your hands and you're like, Oh my, Oh my God, this is, this is like life at its purest. Like, uh, of course you don't want them to touch the ground. It's kind of like our flag. That's how I see it. Um, but then obviously the some part of me is like, oh, tummy time, so important for their development. But pff, three months of life, I I don't think it's that crucial that early. But who knows? I would be a little worried, though, about that child not being grounded as they grow up. Like not feeling grounded because for three months of their life they were floating in air and held. Well, maybe they were held so they were grounded in their, their parents' arms. Um... On Vietnam, in Vietnam, like kind of like in Ecuador, it's called um, it's celebrated on the same day. It's called Tet. Uh, again, not my favorite thing, but also it's kind of cool, I guess, in a way because maybe they just have like giant parties for everybody, where everyone is celebrated like equally, and everyone is just loving everybody extra. That sounds kind of amazing. From that perspective, I'd be down for that. Um, ooh, this is, this is another one of my favorites in Switzerland. They have like, no matter what age, they'll have clowns stalk you on your birthday, like all day long, they'll stalk you. And then at the end of the day, they'll throw a pie in your face. <laughs> like what the heck? Oh, that would scare the shit out of me. I'm not even afraid of clowns, but that would scare the shit out of me. Um, I guess parents can opt out, but according to a lot of families, most kids love it. So I wonder if less people would be afraid of clowns. Probably. Um, ooh, in Germany, if you're 30 and you're unwed and you're single, you have to sweep the city halls with, or the city hall with friends, um, or no, while friends throw stuff at you. And if you are going above and beyond, or if you have really shitty friends, you have to dress it, dress in drag and drink schnapps. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Oh, that sounds awful. Especially the schnapps part. I wouldn't mind dressing in drag, like if I were a man. Um, this is only for men, by the way. Women don't have to do this. I don't know, though. I would do it anyways. I feel like if I were unwed in Germany... I would just go sweep the city hall in drag. And maybe I would drink champagne instead of schnapps. 
I don't know if I could do the schnapps. Um, in, uh, what's it called? Korea. Uh, if your birthday's on July 8th or December, December 17th, you're shit out of luck because, um, Kim Sung and Kim Jong, uh, that's their birthdays. So you're not allowed to celebrate it. <laughs> that's kind of shitty. Uh, in Russia, your, um, Possessions are taken away throughout the year if you're being bad. And if you're, like, good for the most part all year long, I wonder how they, like, judge that. But, I mean, I'm sure parents – I don't know. That sounds weird now that I think about that. I feel like that would make kids very, like, overly possessive about their things or, like, a little bit more materialistic than – we should be. But anyways, if you're good all year long, you get them back in the form of presents and you have to guess which ones are your things that you've already had or new things. So that's kind of cool. In Australia, you get bread with sprinkles. Um, yeah. So just some random cool like differences around the world. Um, most everyone always gets presents and has the cake and you know, um, all those are, are pretty universal. Uh, that being said, I know there's a lot of religions that don't celebrate birthdays or a couple religions. So, um, you know, shout out to you guys. I, no judgment. I, uh, I'm sure that, or I wonder if those people like take a day for themselves, um, or, you know, how they honor themselves on a day-to-day basis. Um, I don't want to get too much into religion, but personally, I think that some, some religions are overly focused on the source, on, on their God or their, their, um, higher being to the point where they, they lose themselves. And, you know, that's kind of not to go down a rabbit hole, but that's not really, something I connect with personally. Um, you know, I, I think that our egos can easily get in the way of some of these, uh, of some things, but for the most part, um, I really don't think that that's necessary. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just very, into connecting with yourself. I think that's a bigger deal. Connecting to yourself in the way that you connect with the world and having that balance to not have a big ego. But anyways, I I digress. Uh, I'm going to take just a minute so that I can do my little um, sponsor, whatever, ad from Anchor. So stay tuned. And yeah. Okay, we're back. Uh so the last um little bit I just wanted to include because I have been connecting with this a little bit more lately and I'm sure you guys kind of already know about this this about me if you follow like my Instagram and stuff, but um paganism is really just neat to me. It's not something I'm like, oh, I'm a pagan, I'm a witch. But, um, it's just, 
there's a lot of things about it that I connect really deeply with and very uh, wholeheartedly. And I feel like there's a lot of connection to self within paganism uh, and a lot of intentional thinking and intentional being. And I love that about it. Um, so honestly, paganism rituals are very, very similar and very, very based on what we already do, um, on a day-to-day basis. So, uh, you know, one really cool thing that you can kind of do as a pagan is, um, is when you have your cake, you set aside a piece and you use it as an offering for later. And when you're, alone, you keep one candle and you let the candle completely die down while sharing the cake with your higher self or whatever you want to call it. And, um, you know, you take a bite and you offer the rest. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, just because, you know, I don't think there's enough, I don't think there's enough of us connecting with ourselves on that deep level, I think that we're so consumed with materials. Uh, we're so consumed with experiences, uh, especially on our birthdays that we kind of forget, Oh, like let's connect, let's connect to our inner being, our soul. Let's, let's share something with ourselves. You know, it's not just like treat yourself, right. It's, it's a little bit deeper than that. So I like that. Uh, you, you know, you still have an altar, you pick out your favorite incense, you pick a candle of your favorite color, your favorite drink, your um, favorite cup or chalice, uh, and one representation of your higher self, whether that be a tarot card, maybe a crystal, a drawing, a printed picture. Um, and then you simply practice gratitude in a ritualistic fashion. So honestly, it, this is just something that I think a lot of us do throughout the year anyways. I don't think this is necessarily like um, very uh, reserved for just our birthdays. But I think that having your favorite things instead of something that calls you or something that you need more of in your life is really important. Um, Also, I think it's really important to reflect on your year and reflect on what you did great what didn't go well, what you're going to do better next year, how you're going to kind of um, honor yourself, your history, your present, and your your future. So I'm going to do that here now. Um, Well, thing just made a weird noise. I don't know what that means. Uh, Um, I'm going to stop this for just a second. Be right back. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. So uh, let's start with why I'm proud. What I what I did this year, my history of this year since May 14th of last year. Well, I started a new job full time. I quit my old job. I started and quit being an online fitness coach. I started my book, finally. I started my podcast. 
I started all the beginning process and easy parts of my business that I plan to open. I found my tribe. That's like one of my favorite things about this year, honestly. And it's only been within the last few months, honestly, that I've found the most amazing people. Some some people came back into my life that were there before and that maybe took a break. Some people have been there the entire time. And some people are brand stinking new and just came out of like the heavens, like just into my, fell into my lap. And this one I'd been asking for for so long because I've lived in Spokane for almost six years now. And I have not found very many great friends up until this year. And I am just unbelievably grateful for my current tribe. Every person in it is just amazing. Um, of course they're all women, but, and some spouses, but still, I just, I love them. And I've, I've built some really great relationships with all of them. And, um, I had a little birthday get together on a couple days ago. Um, we did a birthday hike and a birthday picnic and, uh, it was just a last minute thing, but everybody I wanted was there and, uh, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. I, um, we just had really good food and, you know, my, my good friends brought their new baby and my other friend brought her, her little one and well, she's not little anymore, but, uh, we just went on a little hike and it was kind it was pretty eventful. <laughs> we had some injuries and some near fainting experiences <laughs> and it was only like a 3 mile hike, but it was so fun and so peaceful. Um oh, I just loved every minute of it. Anyways, back to my year in review. Um I bought a trip for me and Chaz this year. I'm freaking proud of that one. I mean, I know I bought my trip for myself two years ago or three years ago when I went to Bali. That was, but that was not all myself. That was um, a little bit of my grandpa's bond money and other stuff. So this was something I actually paid for all by myself, 100%, our entire trip. And we had a great time and everything went beautifully and perfectly. And, you know, I think I got, I finally got the travel bug in Chaz, which is awesome because that was his first trip out of the country. And I was a little bit nervous about that. I was nervous because he's not the best eater. I was nervous he was going to get like picky while we were there and that didn't happen. I was nervous he was going to get like irritable because of the weather and that didn't happen. Um, you know, cause all those things are things that you like I experienced when I first went out of the country. So I just kind of expected it from him, but he was the most amazing travel partner. And that trip was a trip of a lifetime for sure. Um, I also gained quite a caseload at work and I'm conquering it. I think I have a caseload of like 60 kids right now. It's really awesome. <laughs> it's rough, but I'm doing it and I'm conquering it one day at a time. Um, I overcame a lot of my anxiety. 
I think that's like maybe above my trip and finding my tribe is, is that aspect that I overcame so much of it. And I'm no longer connecting with it and calling it my anxiety, um, which feels really empowering. You know, I know some people give like their anxieties like personas or they say, oh, my anxiety is really bad today. And I myself did not find that to be helpful. So I have since decided that if I'm feeling a little bit anxious, I just say I'm feeling a lot. I don't connect with it. And it has changed the way that I think about things. It's changed the way that I feel about things. And sometimes I still find myself calling myself anxious and I I turn it off. I, I call it the anxiety that I experience. And it's just, it, it's been a, an amazing journey. Um, I paid time and money on myself, like nobody's business. I, I mean, I went to acupuncture. I got a nutritionist. I did some energy healing and energy work that cost me a decent amount of money. Um, I've been spending a little bit more money on organic foods and healthy foods. You know, I, I've been spending money on more yoga classes, just taking care of myself and not feeling guilty. Oh, and I spent a ton of money on my tattoo, which is something that I never, not never, but I, I always struggled to justify, even though I've always wanted tattoos my entire life, justifying a $400 artwork on my body 10 years ago was really hard. And now I'm like, dude, this is this is me. This is my body. This is my expression. This is who I am. And I want it to be expressed all the time. And it is so priceless, so priceless. So proud of that. Um, I let go of a lot of resentment, especially towards um, family members. We won't get into that too much today, but uh, I'm really proud of that because that was hard. Um. I discovered the importance of exercise. I definitely can't say uh, that I've built a perfect exercise routine, but I'm getting there and I'm seeing that my ultimate goal for exercising is not to change the way that I look. It's not to necessarily build muscle. I mean, I guess it is to be strong. I want to be strong inside and out. So I think I want that to reflect more in my exercise. And when I was doing my fitness coach business, um, I felt like it was a little bit too much focused on the physical experience. And I didn't feel like I could get across the emotional mental experience. Sorry, my dog's licking. And he poops and eats his poop, and so sometimes when he's licking, I'm like, "Did you poop and eat it?" <laughs> That's really gross. Sorry for that. Anyways, um, yeah. So I finally realized that my why for being fitness coach was for my emotional health. So I needed to stop fixating on the uh, the physical appearance of it. And that's what was really hard for me to, to separate when I was doing it all online. Um, 
So, you know, maybe I'll come back to it someday. And I'm really grateful for the shakes and the, the workouts myself. But I don't know if being an online fitness coach is where my head is at right now. <clears throat> um, side note, guys. I almost didn't record this because I literally just got a voice back, my voice back, like two days ago. I had no voice for over a week. And as a speech therapist, this was like one of the hardest challenges I've had to go through in a while, at least. And it was really shitty, to say the least. I had to, um, I had to kind of force my voice when... For my harder kids and for my less hard kids, I had to sit there in silence and awkward while I did my reflex integration. And I still had to manage some type of like speech therapy ther um, model, traditional speech therapy goals. So I, uh, I would write it down or I would have somebody say it for me. Like I had an aide a couple times. Oh my God. It was just like a pain in the butt more than anything. But anyways, uh, I finally got it back like three days ago or two days ago and it's kind of still waning, but I really just wanted to record this anyways, because birthdays are kind of a big deal to me. And I felt the need to share with you guys why. So anyways, um, those are all the things that I am super proud of. Um, you know, that's a lot of things. And as I look back, I, <laughs> I'm really glad that I'm able to look at the bigger picture in this way, because for the last month or so, I have been really struggling with focusing on these finite details and why I am not happy right now and why things are not going my way right now. Um, instead of looking at this bigger picture of all these things that I've done, all these things that I've, I've accomplished. Um, and you know, I might be over $60,000 in debt and realize that I, I may have chosen the wrong career, but that's okay. Like I, I have so much more going for me than just my career and just, you know, my, my very expensive degree that I have. There's so much more to my my soul and my being. And, you know, I'm, I'm even choking up just thinking about it and talking about it because I didn't realize how many things that I had accomplished this year. And I don't think about it enough. I'm, I'm so focused. And I think so many of us get so focused on the now and we get so caught up in our ego and material things. And why am I not happy right now? We get almost like angry and we don't know at who, and, and it kind of ends up, if you're like me, which a lot of you are, you, you end up getting mad at yourself. You're like, why? Why am I mad? Why am I not able to look at the bigger picture? And this is when you just have to look within, reset, look at your accomplishments, look at what you're grateful for, and take a step back and let go. Oh my God. Sorry, that was my dog. You might be on a little kick. Um, also, if you guys haven't noticed, I have severe ADD. 
it is getting a lot better with my mind work and my thought work and, and all, and my nutrition and diet. Uh, <laughs> but part of the reason I drink coffee because it's hard for me to focus sometimes. Anyways, uh, <laughs> somebody should start taking a tally of how many times I say anyways, that would be great. <laughs> so, uh, some things that I experienced this year, just some little things. Um, I, I had my first tarot card reading. That was fun. I watched my hubby get into occupational therapy school or assisting school and start his first year in school in 10 years and kick ass. I am so proud of that man. I watched my best friends get married. I had my first bachelorette party. Um, I had a lot of great experiences this year. Oh, I had my car broke down. I bought a new car. Forgot about that one. That one's a big one too. Wasn't in my plan, but it, it turned out great. And I love Fee. Fee the Forester is my favorite little bean, uh, material thing that I have right now. So grateful for her. She's my little adventure van. And now I can't wait to get a rack so that we can start like taking big long road trips and stuff. It's going to be fun. Um, my favoriteest, favoriteest, favoriteest part about this year is that I, two things, I'm proud of myself for finally putting myself completely first. I've been setting such good boundaries lately. I have been being so open and honest and genuine and getting unbelievable feedback. Like, unbelievable, you guys. I thought that by telling people the honest truth all the time, that people were going to judge me all the time and that I was going to feel very guilty all the time. And the complete opposite is happening. You guys, I don't know what my dog is doing. Um, the complete opposite is happening. People are being inspired by me. They're, they're being more understanding. They're coming to me. I'm attracting more people this way. It's amazing. And all because I'm putting myself first. I'm also, I said this already, but I'm just so humbled by my community and my tribe. I have found some amazing people. I have connected with some amazing people. Just recently, a couple people have came into my life that I'm like, okay, don't get your hopes up but this might be a really cool thing. And I say, don't get your hopes up just because I, 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 we all fear disappointment. But at the same time, if I put it out into the universe, I know that it will come back to me. Another thing I've noticed in recent months is my intuition is really, really strong and I need to stop. I'm working to stop avoiding it and being anxious about it because ultimately I know that it's going to happen and ultimately it's going to be for the best my best interest whether I realize it in the moment or not so there's been a couple things that I'm like oh my god is this going to happen is this going to happen is this going to happen especially at work and like certain families or whatever make me extra anxious and I'm like, oh, they're probably going to fire me. And they're, uh, they're probably, they're probably really unhappy. And 
like all these things and I start getting really anxious about it. And instead of just kind of like feeling into that and, and letting it be in my soul and, but not taking it to heart and just kind of keep on keeping on as best as I can, I try to fix it. Right. I think we all do this. We try to fix it in the moment where we need to fix this. We need to change the imminent future. Right. But we know it's going to happen whether we try to fix it or not. And this has happened a few times and I'm just like very humbled by it because I'm like, my intuition is, this is my intuition. I knew this was going to happen. Why did I try so hard to fight it? And I think that that is my theme for this birthday is stop fighting what I know to be true. There's some things that I am fighting still because they're worth fighting. But at the same time, I need to let go of some of the feelings behind them. And I need to let go of this need for control and this need to fix things that aren't worth fixing. So I'm really proud of those things. So uh, to end my little episode here, it's a little longer than normal. Uh, I try to keep them at 30 minutes, but, you know, just kind of whatever flows goes. So how I'm going to spend my birthday. Um, I guess I should talk before I do that. I don't know. Do you guys care? I don't like to focus on the negative, but should I tell you what did not go well this year? There were definitely a few things. I mean, my car broke down and I had a really shitty Christmas because of it. Um, honestly, that's really all I can think of right now. Um, I'm really grateful for, yeah, okay, maybe one more thing. My grandma's not doing great and she's gone really downhill in the last year. That part's been really hard for me. But I won't talk about that too much because um, I love her and I spent Mother's Day with her yesterday and I'm just grateful for her regardless. And and I couldn't imagine what she's going through. Chaz put it into perspective for me. He goes, so many people her age, they're aware of one thing and one thing only and that's how much their brain is deteriorating. But they don't know anything else. They don't understand. And I was like, that is a shitty feeling. I could not imagine that. And I don't want to. So anyways, okay. So how I'm spending my birthday tomorrow. Let's lighten it up and we'll end. Um, I get to go to work. <laughs> I uh, I might wake up and wake up early. But either way, I have a late day tomorrow, which is nice. So either way, I'm going to do my ritual in the morning. My yearly birthday ritual. Uh, coffee in bed. Um, I'm going to probably take out some of my crystals and do some meditating and definitely do some yoga and, um, just kind of go with the flow for the rest of the day, whatever I want. I'm going to treat myself how I want. The one thing I'm not going to do is go overboard with, you know, treats and the like, because I already did that on Saturday and I feel like shit. So I'm not doing that. Um, in this present moment, in this day, in this next couple of days, I'm just going to work on 
being in my body as best as I can, even if it's uncomfortable, just being in my body and trusting the process. What I want for my future, I'm working a job that I love, helping people in a way that I have helped myself. I am leading, I am advocating, and I am present. These are the words and the aspects I want to keep and hold true for this coming year. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope this wasn't like too personal or too, I don't know. I think it's just really good to reflect just, you know, just to think back on why you're proud and what you've experienced this year. Maybe the shitty things that have happened this year. Um, I know there are definitely some things that I missed, but I, uh, thank you guys for listening. And I, I'm really grateful for all of you guys, especially those of you who listen and are quiet listeners and, um, at the wedding, there was so many, there was a few people that came up to me and just said, thank you for your posts and thank you for being so honest. I resonate so much with what you talk about and I'm really grateful for you. And that just made me, that humbled me so much and reminded me why I do this work and, and not this work, but this practice of being vulnerable is because I know I'm not the only one who goes through it. And I know that I experience things similarly to a lot of people with that struggle with anxiety and ADD and are really hard on themselves, maybe have some perfectionism in them. And I want to advocate for you guys as best as I can, because this is the person that I needed when I grew when I was a teenager and a young adult. I know I'm still a young adult, but whatever. I'm in my late twenties now, guys. Um, so I just, I feel very empowered and very humbled by, by you all giving me your feedback, whether it's positive or negative, but I, I'm just over, over the moon with how much positive feedback I've gotten from being vulnerable this year. And that is something I want to continue being is open, genuine, and free and as vulnerable as I can possibly be. I did not mean to make a little rhyme, but it sounded great, didn't it? On that note, I am going to say goodbye and I love you all. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) And I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Have a beautiful Monday. Don't forget to breathe. Thank you.